<laughs> Welcome to RTFC, the only podcast that reminds you to read the fucking card. As always, in Kirk's basement, live for us. Uh, it's Tony, Phil, and Kirk. How you doing, guys? What's, What's going on, everybody? Alrighty. It's been a while since our last podcast. That's because uh, me Kirk's and Kirk have been having an epic battle over our Grixis twin uh, all-infect deck. It actually took that long. Yeah, well, it took that long for me to find all the shitty cards for... That. I ended up winning, but it was unfair because all I did was build the deck to beat Grixis Twin with Glistener Elf. Yeah, so you kind of cheated. So we're, we're half, we're half, uh, we're half compromising on how this is going to end up. He gets all my Elish Norns, so it's oh, okay. <laughs> it's a fair trade. Yeah, no, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, it's a fair trade. Um, anyway, uh, this is episode three, and uh, as promised, we're going to talk a little bit uh, today about. The constructed tournaments. We're going to talk about the uh, some of the events that have happened and the decks that have shown up and how the decks have played. Uh, and then we're going to get into some of the new commander starters and the new commander cards. A little bit about uh, the M12 spoilers that have been released. And we're going to close it out with uh, a conversation about a potential new format you may or may not have heard about. So uh, I guess we're going to start straight into standard. Probably. <laughs> what was that? Any addition? Callblade? Yeah. Callblade? No, sorry, I was falling yeah. asleep. Yeah. Uh, Callblade is the first deck in a in a long time that has owned 70% of the meta. And I didn't pull that number out of my ass. I stole it from some arbitrary website. Probably Star City. Um, 70% of the meta. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Like... Let me clarify. It's not really Callblade. It's the existence of Stoneforge Mystic with Jace. Like that. That th- those two cards own seventy percent. Yeah, of the also meta. with Stoneforge, Jace isn't even the biggest problem in standard anymore. It's not at Stoneforge. All. Not exactly. Nice. You you can like Frexian Revoker. Like Jace and you just, yeah. is amazing, but, he but Stoneforge Mystic is just with the way that metagame with the swords and stuff we got. It's just it's. Yeah. I mean, Jace isn't breaking any rules, and that's what I think Stoneforge Mystic is actually doing. With the ability to put creatures into play, obviously as equipment, you know, I'm looking at you, Batter Skull. Um, (laughs) It's because I heard Sword of Light and Shadows $40. It's actually actually kind of a problem, you know? I mean, it's just, it's too, it's almost like it should never happen. Equipment should not be a creature. It's, it's, and you know what, here's the problem, is... We're really going to rip into Stoneforge right now. This bitch has been around just as long as Jace has. Yep. She's been sitting on Jace's dick the entire time. And then, yep. what do we care What do we care that we're going to sneak in? What What were we going to sneak in with her before? We're going to search for... Uh, a <laughs> Argentum armor. Argentum armor. No, th- not <laughs> even. Like, she wasn't even good when... She when was about $5. Yeah, she was $5 when Sword of Body and Mind was released in the Relic set. No one looked at her and went, yeah, this is a card we should sneak in for two. I certainly yeah. did not do a double pick. Yeah, exactly. You're like, whatever. I, I, Dude, I threw some out. I'm not even going to lie. Every time I opened a pack that wasn't Jace, I was like, Stoneforge, or yeah, throw I'm that just looking out. for Jaces and Persecutors at that point. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, there's two mythics that make your pack worth paying, and everything else is terrible. Now you're staring down a Stoneforge mystic that could sneak in, I don't know, everything that matters in the set. Like, I'm just happy they didn't reprint the, the, the Cauldra. Because I just yeah. feel, I feel like it'd be a lot easier to throw that bitch yeah, down. It's just she is just so strong right now. Like it's ridiculous. It is. It's one of those cards that must be answered. 
Well, even if she does get answered, aside from a counter, she still serves a purpose. She does. She tutors and for And she will uh, serve an additional purpose if she does not die. Yeah, if she sticks for a turn, you cheat in terrible. a free equipment. The fact that you have the lightning bolt, a 1-2 for 2 mana, that just goes to show you that... And you didn't even stop what mattered! Because you know what? If you're playing against a deck that's going to kill her, you're probably not going to get the batter skull because you're not going to sneak it in. You're going to get one of the swords that's going to win the game. So, uh, anyway, yeah, Stoneforge, Callblade. We're going to talk about any blade thing right now. Uh, the the Pro Tour Philadelphia, I believe it was something like the top eight, I think six of the decks were Callblade variants um, with the mishmash of Splinter Twin... Um, I think w- Malaysia Grand Prix had a mono green deck place. Yeah. What? That, yeah. Oh, vampires. The Malaysia's vampires. Too, right? Vampires is going to keep placing. I don't understand. Well, that's the thing. Like, like, people Malaysia forget like about 15? them. And then they show up out nowhere. Malaysia? Copy the tournament. 290. Wow. Yeah, apparently Malaysia's big on magic. Is that like their whole population? Like 290 people? Or? No, that's their whole population that doesn't have malaria. Oh! Oh, oh yeah. wow! Yeah. Wow. Uh, Back on Stoneforge. You know it's a problem when she's in other formats now, too. <laughs> like, Legacy, they're cheating in Jits and Sword of Light and Shadows and stuff now. Light and Shadow went from, like, a $5 rare to 40 bucks. Sword of Fire and Ice, which was, like, a $25 rare, went up to 50 And? It's ridiculous. And? And batter skulls in Legacy now with the Stoneforge. Because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take a two mana Bane Slayer? Yeah, like, like it does, I'm sorry, it doesn't have first strike. It has. <laughs> it'll. Oh, it wait. has vigilance though. It has vigilance. It's block and then gain wipe and then block and then kill the token and then I quick it to something. In case you bounce it back to your. Yeah, like it's, that is it's, literally the worst case scenario. It, that, now that's a card that's going to see twelve cents the second Stoneforge. Cycles out like that. No, no, no. It won't be twelve cents. It'll I can see it selling at like maybe like a seven or eight dollar. No, you're right. Uh, let me let me like let there's me. There's decks that run them as a one or two. It is a myth. Yeah, it's a, a myth. Let me change. Let me change. Let me change what I'm going to say. I'm going to rephrase that. Uh, Batter Skull is going to be the next Eldrazi conscription. Not that extreme. By so. By well, well, Eldrazi conscription wasn't twenty five dollars either. No, but like, think about how like Eldrazi Conscription was an extremely important card that everyone had to deal with, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, you had it, you cheated it out. You never paid eight mana for it. No, you why s- would you? You swung with a bird that became an eight eight yeah. eight nine. That's what Eldrazi Conscription was. Yeah, if you got yeah, you'd play it in other decks and you try to put it on other things and there's other ways you could use it. I get it. It was a you know it was a good card. And Batter Skull, it's got a little more versatility. I'm not gonna lie. You can play it in general. Can, it's just about the yeah, card. you can you can use it for other things. But like paying five mana for a four four vigilance life link, it's not as like I'd still personally rather have a Bane Slayer in that situation. Oh yeah, well no, don't get me wrong. I think it's gonna drop a lot with Stoneforge, yeah. but he's still gonna be worth money. Like it's gonna be well, worth it'll be worth money because of extended formats. Like it'll be worth money because of the extended format. The like legacy. I can see it. I can see it being played in regular decks as just a clinch. Like um, oh, who was I? I forgot the name of the guy that uh, placed with Vamps. He ran two batter skulls in the sideboard. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I no, it was some big name player. But I was like, just reading the article earlier today. Look, I've been playing Dark Blade, and they every every sideboard in the world is the best. Variant out there because of Inquisition of Kozilek, which is now five dollars, by the way. Is uh, it? Yeah, I got my four. Yeah, I. Uh, 
I don't oh, know. It's so good. I've been, I, I enjoy Dark Blade. The problem I've had with Dark Blade is sideboard. Like you can, you have too many options when you sideboard with Dark Blade. Yeah. Uh, and Dark Blade's also placing a lot. Uh, it, it, it won one. It, it came in third. Uh, it, it just has really good matchups against a lot of decks, except Eldrazi Green, which we'll get into. Um, yeah, it's it's really rough. Like. Like just getting stone, like turn one Inquisition into a Stone Forge is just, like, it's just yeah, silly. It's silly. And then it's like, uh, did you kill the Stone Forge? All right, then I'll just play a bird or baby. J- I don't know. It doesn't matter. And here's the problem with Callblade: you're not making an original deck when you like take out the Squadron Hawks and put in Mirren Crusaders. But you're not, you're not, you're not making an original deck when you're running a Mirror Angel, one Mirror Angel, and like. Uh, what was it? A one ran of what? What? What's the the guy that makes a uh, three three golem uh, blade splicer? Blade splicer, which I think is a very underrated card. Yeah, but I don't think it belongs in call blade. No, or dark blade, or any blade. It is two. It is technically a four mana. You get a one one that's irrelevant, and and when it dies, your three three loses first strike, and then you get a three three golem. I mean, in a technical sense, you are getting four power. Well, it is still two bodies, and the one one is a potential win condition once you start dropping stone forge and search for swords. swords. I mean, a one one becomes a threat then. You know? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I saw decks that cut squadron hawks for that, and I'm like, but like mirror crusader, I'm fine with. I run it in my in my dark wave variant it, because it's awesome. Because it's yeah. whatever whatever you put on it, it's just winning. Like like put a feast and famine and a Charlie sword Sheen. on it. It's Definitely it's winning. the Charlie Sheen of. Of uh, magic, yeah. Um, other decks that like there are decks that are good that just aren't top eighting, that aren't top sixteening. Mono black isn't top sixteening. I just think people don't have the balls to play it. Um, the new uh, elves infect build isn't playing, and it's on a decent deck. It's be- like it's better because you don't need five mana for yeah. Eldrazi when you can just play four for Horde of Nations. And all your elves are three threes anyway, so they're gonna or horde of the tribe for the horde, tribe for the horde, whatever the hell it's called, horde of notions. It's a fucking card, whatever. It's a good card. Uh, you're just so much like it's so f- much faster because you don't need that fifth mana, and you don't need to tap and use that extra mana with the Lanowar elf and get less damage in that turn and sack creatures. It's just like boom, and then you get to run Glistener elf, so you already yeah. have that infect base. Well, yeah, so if they stop trying for the horde, you're like, oh well, I guess I can't one shot you with infect. You're still running elves, you know, like you're still. No, the, it's, it's a shame because there is a lot of really good cards, really a lot of good decks with potential, but it's just they're overshadowed by Callblade right now. Yeah. And uh, Splinter Twins Splinter is starting to get but big. Stop, but stop, like, Splinter Twins needs to stop. Like, Grixis Splinter Twin is not the best deck. No. At all. Callblade is not even. It's deck. not even the best way to use Splinter Twin. The best way to use Splinter Twin is to run Pyromancer's Ascension just without Pyromancer's Ascension running Splinter Twin. Because you're the, it's the statistically you're gonna get the best chance of drawing both of your 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 uh, requirements while having the best draw. And then you get alternate things. You get to run Infernal Titan, which means if you get rid of your deceiver, you get an Infernal Titan with a Splinter Twin. And which you get to run spell skites. You're not running as tight a deck because you don't need all the bolts and burst lightnings and and silly shit. And you don't have to run as many counters. You can run some, but not all. Tezzeret's Gambit isn't that amazing for you anymore because you're not proliferating anything. You get you get like so many better choices 
just running it like that. But what are, what are you gaining for in Grixis? The ability that one tech edge ends your your day your day? Like true. true. Like well, yeah, I mean, they kind of need it for those inquisitions. Like I said, that card is just so key right now. But like you know, there's there's the other thing. Like you just run peak. Like you run peak. Yeah. You now Attacking see pros, what you see have if they to deal have with. The combo or not, stuff like that. Like, yeah, like Spurge Wave is not the best deck. It's good, just mainly because of how explosive it can be. Apparently, the Rugless like, is actually really good. Yeah, the Rugless. What yeah. did you say? Someone said it was statistically or, or mathematically the best build because of how it just worked. It works the way Rug normally works. Yeah, only tru- got tru- Spurge Wave. Just take my word on this. Uh, if there was any way Rug could be revived. I would be on it so fucking hard you'd have to pull me off with a chainsaw. Like, it... It's not possible. I, pull me off with a chainsaw? Piece by piece. No, no well, uh, it's possible. Whatever. Yeah. It's gonna be messy. I really... I, dude, I don't have Stonefort... I mean, I don't have Lotus Cobras for no reason. You know, I don't have, like, Inferno Titans for no reason. All I have to do is take out, like, eight, seven cards so I can run... Four X Arcs, four X-Arcs and, three and three Splinter Twins. Twins. And yeah, it's fine. And then... You know, someone runs a uh, spell sky, and you go, "Cool, twisted image, or nature's claim, or I don't care." And you also get a cynic slime, and I hear splinter twin on a cynic slime is pretty good too. Yeah, seems pretty nifty. Yeah. I don't know. It's. Does it? Like, I, I, mean, I just, I, I think, I think the problem is everybody has everything you need for Cobweb. Yeah. Like you, the only thing you're missing now is Jace, and honestly, if you haven't gotten a Jace by now, don't bother. Like don't, yeah. Just run something else, or run like a one West Jace and a baby. J- it doesn't matter. I see. I see decks placing that only run three Jaces total. You know what I actually like for the Splinter Twin deck? Uh, Ricky has his build of it, the Grixis Twin, and he's rolling baby Jace instead of Jace minus but I think he's actually well. That's out of desperation. I mean, he just yeah, he would run. It's actually working better for him, though. I think for that, him, yeah, that turn that extra like the earlier you play him, the better. Like he's really good. He draws a scalp. He can't dig as deep for a combo like my sculptor. Well, that's but the same he does reason. Come down early. Remember, that's the same reason uh, Pyromancer's original Pyromancer's 1.0 ran baby Jace, not because Jace Bell turns too cheap. It was just it did it did what it needed to faster. It was like mm-hmm. gets out, stops your Jace, gives me a card. So, like, it's it's not a it's not a terrible option. It's it's just that I I don't know I, I like I don't like Grixis Twin. I know it's good. I see it plays. I'm not gonna talk shit about it. I know I beat it, so I'm not worried. Um, because you just have to be. You know, what did you say before, Kirk? Cowboy's not an easy deck to play. No, not yeah. at all. You, you know what? If you're gonna play every Cowboy deck, playing the Stoneforge and getting a Batter Skull, you're gonna lose like. 35, 40% of your matches just for that decision. Because Stoneforge is going to die. Like, yeah. And then you're going to strand it in your hand with the batter stuff. You know, if you're going to, if you're not going to be pitching away, if you're pitching away the wrong cards with Jace, you're not pitching away Squadron Hawks, you're going to lose because you're not gaining anything. There's so game. many. It's the, it, honestly, it's a deck with a lot of decisions. So. Yeah, it's... it's and and I actually appreciate that. That's why I'm not as upset with Coldplay as maybe... No, no, I mean, I like it. I like the way the deck plays out. It's just like, it's just so wrong. Like... I'm running. I'm running the Stoneforge patch in my deck now, but I'm running Swordfish, which is just a lot of fun. Swordfish? Yeah, I have a deck with all those Murfolk, like oh, you're two Murfolk lords in the format. Run them, Grand Architects, and uh, Wait, what, what are the two? It's Coral Home Commander. Coral Home Commander and Murfolk Sovereign. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean, Murfolk? Oh, all right. So, me and good old Kirk over here came up with a brilliant idea to bring back fish. I mean, there's not that many in the format, but 
their lord. Both the two fish we, we have that are good are lords, and we got stuff like Grand Architect and Frexy Manmorph, which could be more lords. So I decided to throw them all in there, just to get huge fish, just to see if it would work. While I'm throwing a Stoveforge package. My idea. Yeah, that was good old Kirk's idea. Throwing some swords, a batter skull, and voila, you have swordfish. Ta-da! So you called it swordfish. Yeah, swordfish. Who doesn't like swordfish? All right, hold on. Let me. I have to see this deck. All right, I'm, I have this Take deck in my hand right now. I see four Merfolk Sovereigns, four Stoneforge Mystics, some Frexian Metamorphs, some Into the Royals. You you really just running Cobblade? Except fuck caw fish. fish. This is <laughs> a Grand Architect. It's another Lord, and it cheats in batter skulls and stuff. It's pretty good. Are you shitting me? And the deck does. You, you understand that Grand Architect makes your fucking colonnade a five five? Yes. Yes. Venser. Unblockable fish with swords. That's a, as kind of on the cutting block right yeah. now, but... He's absolutely in the deck. Fuck I that. just saw a <laughs> giant fish with all the pumping, wielding swords, make them unblockable. It's, it's kind of like... How many Jasons? Four? Yeah. Wait, instead of big, big Jasons? Yeah, big Jasons in there. Dude, I'm not even going to lie. I think this deck is amazing. I, You know what? Uh, we're going to post... Uh, we're going to post this deck list... <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, you okay with that? People, we're you know, we're totally going to post this deck list on our website, which is RTFC Podcast at Blogger. Just Google search it. Or Facebook. Hit up our Facebook page, RTFC Podcast. Uh, this, th- I mean, the deck list, literally just take a cowboy and then take out everything that makes it cowboy and put it in... Put it in fish. Honestly, the real key card in there, and i got to say during playcasting, is actually Phyrexian Metamorph. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say, he is yeah, it's a monster. the glue that holds it all together. Yeah, here's what you do. You play, like play Stoneforge, you search for a Batter Skull, right? You cheat it in, Metamorph copy and Batter Skull, and, and it comes into play with it. Yeah. And it gets Holy shit. Yeah. And then you play Venture to blink it, so you have more options. Like, mm-hmm. I was going against someone's... Uh, Venture can break out the possible. batter skull immediately, so you yeah. can get a token back if you. Can. I was go- I was playtesting oh. against uh, that that birthing pod. Yeah, two for now. I was playing against birthing pod, and I wound up blinking the crap out of my metamorph because he kept on playing stuff like Elishnorn and Baneslayer and stuff. Oh, and by the way, if we haven't mentioned, it gets rid of legends, obviously, because it doesn't target. Yeah, it's it's clone. AKA Thrawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's an answer to Thrawn. I, I ran to a Thrawn. Play testing. This is insane. I can't believe it's so. This would do good. very well. Like, it's good and fun to play. What bad mat? What? What? Are, wait, how does we it do against? Fa- how does it do against Grixis? Everything. Uh, Grixis is actually fairly even yeah. pre-board. I haven't really done much sideboard. The sideboard yet. is a work in progress. If anyone has any suggestions, yeah, the Cloudway sideboard. Go. Please. Well, I, I mean, divine offering, celestial purge. Like, we, have a, we have a good idea. Obviously, of divine offerings like you just mentioned, but so you know, if anybody has obviously. any suggestions, please feel free to send them in. And you Facebook know. page RTFC Podcast, like us. All right, uh, <laughs> how <laughs> many grand architects play sir? Three, three architects. How many coral implementers? Four. Four. He's he's a monster. He's also very necessary. He is a monster. Like at first, like I forgot that card existed, but then when I got the random idea to use fish, I was looking. I was like, oh wow, this guy's really good. I mean, you level up. He levels like, up for one color. You could play. You could put. It's one blue, actually, isn't it? One colorless. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. You can play like. This is stupid. 
<laughs> this is so stupid. I mean, stupid in a good way, by the way. I like, honestly, it doesn't have to win with mere folk. I mean, no, and you're playing Callblade. Yeah, you're just gonna fi- you're just gonna be like, eventually, I'll win. How many mana weeks? Three and three and three, three spell piercing, three mana weeks. Oh, right now I have the spell piercing the board. I think Venter is taking the out for the kick pierces. out for the two pierces in the main. Like I was testing with pierces in the beginning, I wasn't too crazy about it. It's just it's just the the, the draws I got with it. it so there's one in the main right now. No, no I have it in the board, but How I'm many probably gonna work in. Uh, I brought four mana leaks in the main. Yeah, I would go to the three and three and three, or even three and two. I was thinking, I was you don't need, you don't need as many ma- like you, you kind of think you do, but you don't because you're you're base you're playing aggressively. Yeah. So, yeah, it's aggro. so you want to have that extra? Trust me, spell pierce is a big deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal. Oh, definitely. Um, uh, especially here, but yeah, wow, this is this is stupid good. All right, anyway, so yeah, uh, I might be playing this actually. <laughs> uh, can I splash black? Uh, I was play, thinking about what, what can, I play, can I play Esper Dark Fish? Swordfish? Can I? Can I Dark do that? Oh my god! Dark that Swordfish sounds amazing. It doesn't it? Give me. Well, again, go for the throats and Inquisitions. That's all you really. Yeah, we're getting exactly. That's <laughs> dangerous thinking there, guys. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, a third color. Uh, why? Why are there no tech edges? Um, deck is really mana intensive. Yeah, the deck's very mana intensive. There's a lot of double blue. You gotta remember, Grand Architect is double blue. Yeah, everything's double blue, but it doesn't matter. Because you just run less. Honestly, like I haven't really had the need to tech edge. Tech edge yeah, but tech edge is like. tech edge is one of the biggest reasons why Callblade is winning. Uh, uh, it, Callblade is winning in the numbers because you get that remove land feature. I mean, if anything, I would even try to slide two in. Swordfish, uh, though. It's not Callblade. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I, it just gives you that. Like that said, it might How many lands are you running? Twenty six. No, twenty four. No. I'm on 24 lands. We'll, we'll, alright, I'll, I'll, you know what? Like I said, it's still in the beta test. We right will now. run this deck through the gauntlet and give you the results. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna build this deck. How many into the Royals? Three. Okay, that's going on. Two. I was, I was lacking on removal and I was playing against a lot of Splinter Twin. One of each sword, right? Yeah. Alright, anyway, alright, yeah, I gotta give this back to you. We'll one later. I have one of um, all three of the swords. All three, yes. So really the body is in there. You know, I mean, yeah, we, we, this has been like a very, you know. No, it was, I'm it sorry was, we didn't tell you. We yeah, I'm, I'm actually offended by this. I'm sorry. I'm actually <laughs> sorry. That you guys built a deck together. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so well, I fixed this bad deck. Oh yeah, it's a better idea. Um, fuck, me and Vic tried to build that deck like when it first came out. It was just Merfolk and sort of Body of Mind. That was the deck. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. all right. So yeah, um, as far as standard is concerned, I mean, you're yeah. probably playing Callblade or some variant of Callblade. Some guy I work with actually, I just found out he plays Magic, and he's like, I'm like, what are you playing? He's like, Callblade. I'm like, oh, cool. Go figure. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, okay, one last thing I want to talk about standard is seriously, 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 play test against Eldrazi Green, and what? Okay. All right. You just looked at me like I just shit in no. the cereal. No. Right. Uh, I was just trying to ignore that noise made by whatever just fell. All right. Uh, no, Eldrazi Green. In Darkblade and in Callblade, every time I play against Eldrazi Green, I feel like I just shit my pants. I'm like, wait. That bad, huh? I just don't know what to do. I'm like, how do I stop this? Like, what do I? Because they're just playing a waiting game. Like you should be able to outrace them, though. No, with what? I I can't mill them. I can't. Well, they're they don't care about their life. You're it's running Darkblade, right? 
So okay, so Inquisition and duress out there cultivates and all their rent. Yeah, you should be able to outrace them and start beating them down with swords. Yeah, but it's not gonna. It doesn't work because they eventually just draw the primeval titan. Or wait, the way uh, Eldrazi Green now works is it's four primeval titans, two summoning traps in the main. Four beasts within. Uh, yeah, four beasts within. Three beasts within. Beasts within is a really good Three card. Three beasts within. Um, and four. Uh, what the fuck's it called? Um, Green Sun Zenith. And like they just they have a target for Green Sun Zenith at every mana wave. It's like one. That, like here's the here's what happened to me and like I blew my mind. City Bill, this is what happened. It was turn one Draga Tree Speaker. Whatever. That's cool. Th- like who cares? Yeah. You know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Turn two level Draga Tree Speaker. I had no response at the time, so I'm like, all right, that's fine. And then Green Sun Zenith for one getting a land war. Hmm. I was like, that's weird. And then things start getting out of control at that. Point. And then he no played thing. a land and then a primeval titan. And I was like, wait, what? Yep. Isn't it, wasn't that turn three? That was, yeah. And I'm, I'm familiar with the turn three good. primeval titan. I really am. But I was like, wow, that was like a one land of war. How many did you run? One. Okay, so what are your two drops? He's like, walls. And then walls. It's two blocks, man. That's what it's all about. Yeah, he's just, and like, okay, so what's your three drop? He's like, uh, like one Viridian Corruptor. Like. Yeah, no. Did he, was he also running like one acidic slime? No, he didn't run acidic slime because the corruptor hit what he needed it to. Oh, okay. And very, he he runs tech edges. So Did he, he didn't have any other like one ofs or uh, obstinate Balith or Thrun? He switched it up yeah. in the sideboard. Nice. But yeah, Eldra- uh, honestly, I'm playing Darkblade. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I had a hand with like an Inquisition and a Despise, and I got rid of, um, and oh, I sideboarded in. I've been running Memoricide over Surgical Extraction. Why? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good, but it's four. It's yeah. Cloudblade. It's Darkblade. Like, I'll get to four. Usually you have four you want to play your case, no? I don't take out cases. <laughs> but, like, if you had the choice, I mean, I think Jace would be the better turn we're for not, We're not talking, like... I don't know, man. I mean, it depends. Like, I might... I still like Surgical Extraction. Yeah, but I have to I get in the graveyard. I, like, you know what I want to get rid of? Primeval Titans. Not... Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't... Because well, now if I get rid of Primeval Titan, it's literally just a matchup between Summoning Trap. Which I can counter. So unless they play another summoning trap, when you counter the summoning trap creature, summoning trap triggers on really. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's not any spell. Yeah. yeah, no. If it was any spell, it'd be in every deck. What do you? Do? Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. just run it. Like, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. All right. So Eldrazi Green seems pretty rough. Uh, there was also this Red Greens uh, build, but I don't know why that plays. Um, you know what? Check check the boards to make sure. Uh, I, I test a lot on Magic League when I don't have people around me, which is never. Um, but yeah, test on Magic League. Well, yeah, you see people. Shut up. Don't look at me like that. You see people. Uh, it's just you play Magic League because yeah. it's fun for you. I don't like playing the same three people. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. I'm hero clips. Uh, <laughs> Alright, <laughs> so, standard. We brought to an end. Tournament reports. Cowboy's winning. No one's surprised. Uh, oh, uh, Stoneforge Mystics are coming in the new event deck. So we should banned, banned. Oh, Actually, sorry, no. We should me. we should say a few things about the event deck. How ridiculous is that white deck? The Dude, green, the green one's terrible. You, I mean, you get a green sun zenith and a ink moth nexus, which is awesome. But everything else in the deck is terrible, and the deck just doesn't look that good. The white deck, you get two. Two fucking Stoneforges, you get a Mirren Crusader, you get like a Bone Horde, bunch of other nifty little cool tools, and it actually looks like it's like, you can just buy that, and play add, in, add in like one or two two cards maybe, and play an F&M and have a good chance of winning. Like, well, the, uh, the, what's called, the red one, 
the red one, the red event deck. With the, one the that goblin came with guides? two goblin guides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you bought two of those and you had a goblin deck. Like yeah. you just you played it. And then some guy actually did that at the Star City Open in uh, in Edison in June or whatever it was. Not June, fucking earlier. May? But yeah, May, that's not gonna day. No. It's a month. This is May. This is June. Fuck you. Do you know where you are right now? Kirk's basement. Really? Are you sure? No. You sure here in Kirk's basement? I'm tired. I work hard. Fuck you. All right. All right, yeah. So, event decks, Stoneforge Mystic Crisis drops, so don't buy them now. I doubt she's going to drop that much. Like, I mean, look what happened to the Goblin Gods. Like, they got reprinted in the event deck, and they dropped maybe a dollar? They're five bucks. They're five bucks now. Well, that's because red's kind of dead in standard. I'm just saying. There's, like, three good red cards in standard All right, I'm just saying... Rat's Nest. Just saying. I ju- I was just thinking of that. Rat's actually. Nest. I was yeah. just thinking of that. This is exactly what. This is exactly the same. Thing I mean, Stoneforge Except better. Stoneforge is at what eighteen now, give or take. Yeah. But they're doing it too late. You get two. They need to do this. Like good. they need to do this immediately. They need to like when when Innistrad comes out, they should be like, oh, event decks for Innistrad coming out like a month after. They'll just put them together because you know, how hard is it to package? They don't. They don't have to be hard. good. It doesn't matter. Just package cards that people are going to play. Pokemon does it. Fucking FNM cards don't fucking count. Not allowed to shit. Pokemon. No, no, they, they do it, dude. <laughs> every time you play a Pokemon event, every month they give you a card that you will guarantee to play. Like, uh, every deck runs this, so oh. here it is for free. I mean, Pokemon's better than that other faggy game. Which one? The one with the, the spiked hair and the, I don't Yu-Gi-Oh? know. Well, oh, God, you said it. Oh, oh my God. That thing oh, God. Is a terrible, oh. terrible thing. Oh, God. You must show me not that's, wh- that's why you just do what I do and play Epic. I don't know what that is. It's the greatest card game ever. I know, did you hear about the new card game, Redeki? What? Red- it's a 3D Redeki? battling game. What, what is it called again? Redeki. God bless you. Thank you. That was offensive. That was that offensive. Asians everywhere. Oh, uh, okay. Alright, yeah. No, it's it's like some kind of weird 3... R-E-D-A-K-A-I... Ridiculous. It's another one of those based on a cartoon game, so fuck it. But look into it. It's actually really funny, and <laughs> I, I saw the cards for it. I looked at one of the ago. cards, and it had, like, five different num- different numbers on them. Yeah, I think you it also has some shapes. You have to do calculus. I didn't know. I don't it's know. also a three-dimensional card. Yeah, that really helps. That you play on top of other people's cards. Yes. So at the end of the game, you have to do, oh, wait, that was mine. Oh, wait, that yeah. was mine. At the end of the game, you, you, know what, you know what also happens in the game? You have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> really? That sounds like a terrible game. But anywho, um, one last thing on uh, Standard. Stoneforge Mystic, as much as everyone wants to think so, she's not getting banned. At least not in Standard. Same thing with Jace. Nothing's getting banned in Standard. Oh, yeah, the ban list is coming out it. this week. You'll probably get it by the time you listen to this uh, podcast. So, yeah. Not this week. It's the 20th, I think. Oh, yeah. No, yeah I'm sorry. It's only like two weeks. Or yeah, whatever. whatever. It's not getting... No, we're not getting any bans... Period. Not in standard. I'd love to. I'd love to see them start restricting things in standard. I'd love for I mean, them they to haven't restricted something in standard. I'm not. Just change for change how long? I'm tired of it. Change it up. Make decks playable. Right? Yeah. How yeah. many? Mo- how honestly? As from you guys, go to our Facebook page. I'm going to put a poll up. It's going to be how Facebook. many of you guys would what Facebook page? RTFC podcast. RTFC podcast. That's yeah. what it is. We also have a Twitter, I believe. We don't have a Twitter. We should. You know what Twitter is for? Um, that's kind of offensive. I mean, what's that, that might get it in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm going to leave in the, the me saying that might get it out. Yeah, that's <laughs> just, crude. just so everyone knows, I had to edit out something Kirk just said uh, because I don't want to go to prison. Uh, anyway. Terrible human being. Or died. Anyway. 
Alright, you know what? I'm done with standard. Uh, Kirk! Yes! Regale us of the magical, mystical new EDH. EDH format. Commander format, actually. No, we call it EDH now. No, it's Commander. Because you know what? I have to say, I'm willing to call it Commander because they're doing such a good design job with these cards. Yeah, they do look like a lot of fun. But you gotta remember, these guys are the guys who developed cards like Crater's Council, specifically for EDH. Yeah. They developed cards like... uh, uh, Vincer's Journal is specifically for yeah. EH. Like, have also you seen some of the cards there? Oh, oh, also, a little really cool thing about the whole Commander thing, every deck gets a Lightning Greatest and a Soul Ring in it. How awesome is that? I want I want them all. I know. I'm going to get all five. There's five decks. They're like, I think the MSRP is what, 30 bucks? You can get... Uh, most game stores or or I think Star it's City Games will give you a deal. They'll be like 120 for all five. That's, that's kind of like the package deal, like a box, basically. Yeah. Uh, if your game store doesn't, you know, find a better game store. Uh, <laughs> come to New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Enlighten us on some of these cards. But well, okay. you have to go over. Hold up. First off, you have to go over my favorite card. No, hold on. We will. We'll no. save that one right for now. last. No, for last. It needs to be talked about now. Okay. You know what? Acorn I will catapult. let you introduce the card. Acorn fucking catapult. <laughs> Why don't you introduce us? My Tell most us what the favorite card, card ever is a four mana artifact. Alright? You pay one and tap it, deal one damage to target creature or player. Then that player or that creature's controller gets a 1 1 squirrel turn. How awesome is that? You get to throw squirrels That card streams two things to me flavor, very good. Yes. Uselessness. But it's fun. And actually, it's not completely useless, because, like, the way they're setting up this whole thing, it's going to be a big game of politics. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so, I mean, oh you, you need a blocker for that creature, can I? Cool. Take one. Here, have a squirrel. So you throwing your nuts at someone else is really politics. Yeah, you give someone That's a blocker. That's actually the definition of politics, as really? stated by Anthony Weiner. Whoa, oh, political whoa, reference. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In whoa. case no one can actually see this, all of our hands are in the air whoa. in whoa form. Whoa. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, yeah, I, mean, right. the I think it has a lot of flavor, fun. and I love the design. The art well, no, no, is it's very a good. fun format. It's a fun it's format. Fun. I think that is the greatest part of all these cards is that 90% of them, so far, have a very random element to them. Yes. And, like, honestly, it could be anybody. It can honestly it could screw you over. These cards all, you know, punish everybody, to be honest, or they help everybody. And I think that's a very important part of multiplayer magic is the politics. Are these cards going to be legal in standard form? No, no they're ah, going to be... But they are going to be legal in eternal formats. They confirm that. So I could run them in Vintage. And, ext- and uh, Legacy. That's... that's. Uh, I mean, I don't think too many of them are going to make it into Legacy. I mean, there, there's one card that might make it in there. It's kind of cool. The Catapult? No, not the Catapult. The Catapult is just fun. It's cute. Alright, well, well, we're going to go... Alright, guys, go we're going to go over the Legends one by one. And I'm going to ask Phil and Tony, yay or nay, what they think on this card. It's design, you know, it's flavor. And the first one we have up is Animar, Soul of Elements. Legendary creature, elemental. In, okay. Um, blue, red, and green. Protection from white and black. Whenever you cast a creature spell, put a plus one, plus one counter on Animar. Creature spells you play cost one less to cast for each plus one, plus one counter. How much does he cost? It costs a blue, a red, and a green. He's a three mana that does that? He's a one one. Yay. Yeah, he's kinda good. I don't know if I could see him as a general though. I um, mean he's a one one. 
I mean, he can get huge. It's good if Captain Sissé is your general. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is very true. You have to understand now. All I'm doing is looking to see if what I could use with Captain Sissé. But he can't use him because he's blue. Uh, or what is he? Red. Captain Sissé is green-white. Green-white, right? yeah. But, like, I, like, I honestly like this card because it does have evasion from some removal, which I feel all the generals at the release should have a way to dodge removal, like protection, you know, of some sort. An ability, but protection. I don't really think protection is that big of a deal in EDH because I mean, there's not a lot of targeted removal in Commander. That's true. It's just I like, want, I want it does, uh, like all of my decks. It's just it like is, I don't have target removal. I just blow everything up. It right? is relevant. Saying it's not relevant. No, I it's mean, relevant. I want a card that says this card cannot be cloned using a clone or similar effects. <laughs> and a general that yeah. this can't card be cannot be copied. Yeah, this card cannot be used as layer seven B. <laughs> Now, now, you're just break, now you're just breaking rules. <laughs> yeah, Stone Forge drama. <laughs> what yeah. else we got there, buddy? Yeah, what well, we got? Alright. Next one we got is Bassandra Battle Sarah. She sounds dirty. Three, a red and a white. Surprise, surprise, she's an angel. Uh, I think she flies. Uh, players can't cast spells during combat. And for a red, target creature attacks his turn at table. What's her power toughness? A 4 4, which is actually not bad. Four, I actually four, like five. Her. 4-4 four, four flyer for 5. That's not bad. Bor Boros colors. And was it players can't cast spells during combat? Yeah, it has uh, that That's card cool. from Scourge, the Xantid Swarm. Oh, I love that cast card. spells when it attacked. It has yeah. that kind of ability. Um, yeah, but it's only during combat. Xantid Swarm stopped it for the rest of the turn. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's kind of cool, though. I like her. Like I said, I don't think she's general worthy, but I think she's worth... I think there are point. better red-white generals. I don't, I don't like her. I don't like any of the generals... As generals in this. Really? Some of them, no, some some of them look like they could be awesome generals. Yeah, because they're giving us the colors. That's kind yeah. of the deal. Like, we're, we're well, no, like some of like their utility... Well, we'll probably go over uh, I also like to mention that she has a redhead, and the art is actually pretty good. She's got like, a lip. Her hand is going red. It's actually pretty good. No, better artwork than that is the, uh, what's called the Archangel check. The white one. We're going to do a very... This is probably one of the more interesting ones they released recently. Damia Sage of Stone. Oh, oh! I don't this, like that this, card at this all. Is very, it's this weird. Is actually very weird and very interesting for a really unusual color combination. It's four a green, a blue, and a black. It is a Gorgon Wizard. This is the third Gorgon in Magic, actually. I think. Am I correct? S uh, sisters four. of the four sisters. Sisters of Stone Death, Visara the Dreadful, and Gorgon Reckless. Okay, I know my Gorgons. You know your black card. Um, <laughs> oh, Death Touch. Skip your draw step. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you have fewer than seven cards in hand, draw cards equal to the difference. Power and toughness? It's a 4-4. Four, four. For seven? She's cool. Like, I like her ability. It's just, I just think she costs too much for what she does. Because then she dies and costs nine. Fuck her. I mean, I can see some idiot putting her in a deck with one with nothing. <laughs> oh, this hand is terrible. Let me discard it and draw seven more cards. Oh like... <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> it, though. That, that, honestly, one with nothing! Yeah, yeah, I brought out the one with nothing. Oh, you dick! Was that the worst card in Magic? Yeah, you just run a threshold deck while you're in. Ugh. Why the fuck not? I mean, Alright. Threshold and flashback for the win. Uh, I don't want to talk about seven mana generals unless they win you the game when they come into play. Uh, we're gonna... There's one seven mana general in there that's actually really good. That really? Kirk well, which one, which one is that? We'll just go right uh, to that one. Vishkal, the Blood Arbiter. That's not a word. Vishkal, the Blood Arbiter. Oh, I see. Okay. Him up. He, I actually think he's 
really good. He seems to be able to cause a lot of destruction. Um, read him off for us. He's a vampire, go figure. Um, four, a white, black, black. Flying lifeline. Surprise, surprise. Sacrifice a creature, put X plus one plus one counters on Vishkal, where X is a sacrifice creature's power. Remove all plus one plus one counters from Vishkal, target creature gets minus one minus one. That's amazing. And he's a 5-5. Five five. That five is five actually... Five. He's good. He's, <laughs> I still don't think he's a general, though. I, well... You can still run Tessa and feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's the only reason why I don't think he's a good general, because... Tazas are so much better. You can run because like and ghost you, towns. Because if like, you're running Taza and then you drop him, he's like your waiter win condition. You're like uh flying lifelinks. I just swing, like how he provides tokens. a sack outlet for oh. your for your board. I mean, like sack outlets, people can do some crazy stuff in commander with that. Yeah. You know what? The most important part I think of any general. Me, I currently play two generals. I play a zombie and I play Tesa. Both can do something the turn they come into play. Like in, if in response you kill a zombie. I will draw a card. At worst, if you kill Tesa, and I have three other like white creatures, I'll remove a creature from the game. Yeah. And I think that's really important. And this guy, he actually has the potential to kill something when he comes into play, at least at mo at minimum. Yeah. Yeah. At minimum. I mean, you know, it's it's pretty interesting. He's he's one of the, he's one of my, my favorites hell with the He's not bad. Well. I like him. There's other there's other like for example the angel we were just talking about, the red and white one. I mean, it could have an impact on the game, but it could also be a waste of five waste mana. of the five mana. Yeah. Uh, I mean, any card that fits the color scheme will be played. It's just yeah. I, I like generals that like when the, if you're building a deck around your general, they have to do something to turn their end. Yeah. Like, That's why Link like Sibby is a douchey general. Yeah. No. You know what we did to the last guy who played uh Lin Sibby? Oh, yeah. you said Lin Sibby. Yeah. I thought you said Lin Bala. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We ran him out of the fucking store. Yeah. You, you don't want to know what happened to that Vinvala, guy. Urborg, and Karma. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Not, not Karma. No, not Karma. Oh, oh well, yeah. Something Bell. Some Bell. Whatever, mate. Yeah. yeah. Silly Bell. Karma. Lands, can't, Lands can't tap. Go fuck yourself. It was stupid. Um, yeah. Alright, the other one that I really want to talk about that's actually really interesting is uh, Nin the Pain Artist. He's a 1-1. One, one. He's a she. wizard. If you look at the picture, you got to take all Billy's, too. He's a donkey with a huge draft. Whoa. Hold on. Uh, hold on, everyone stop. I must see animated 3D art. Show me. Some dolphin with a nice Jesus. Face. Yeah, she's got some she's tickle bitties. Purple. She is now my new general. Now, it's her ability that's probably the What color is she? Part. She's blue and red. And the wizard, and for X, a blue and a red tap. She kills X damage turret creature. That creature's controller draws X cards. I won't run her as a general, but I'll run her in a deck with swans. Hold on. No, 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 I mean... Wait, wh- how do you activate her ability? You have... It's X. So... X, blue, red, blue, tap. X, red, blue, tap. So you run her in a deck that can produce fuck tons of mana. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Grim Monolith Power Artifact, and then you just win. Yeah, you draw a pretty yeah. Card. Draw your deck out, bitch. You have a wipe away? I don't care. Abilities on the stack. Nah, that's nothing. No, it's kind of cool. It's okay. It's not. You know. But it doesn't matter because you could still use it to draw yourself cards. Yeah. So. Like I said, I just want to use her with a swans out so I can just draw more cards. Draw more cards. I miss that card a lot, yeah. to be honest. And <sighs> this lighting multi. You know, it was just fun times. And Niv Mizzet. Use her with Niv Mizzet. Niv Mizzet. That's adorable. I love Niv Mizzet. So good. 
Because Red Blue needs better generals than Niv Mizzet and Joyra. Yeah, they don't need Fart. anything else. Fart face. But uh, I do like Nin, though. She's pretty cool. She's got a lot of flavor to her, which is important. She's also very political. Hey, I'll hit your creature and you'll draw cards. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll kill that threat that might kill me. But you get to draw cards, so we're cool, right? We're cool. And again, cards are good. It's all. My personal favorite is Tariel Reckoning of Souls. This well, do they all have commas in their name? Yes, they do. Why don't we just go like a Steve Buscemi? Like, that's, yeah. that's the legend <laughs> I want. Right. Steve Buscemi. I mean, it's Keith. No, his eyes, man. You got, did you see that website yet? People, With all the hot chicks, they just fucking Photoshop onto Steve Buscemi's eyes. That's uh, horrible. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's kind of freaky. Uh, I, I don't. I don't want to see outside. <laughs> don't see it. I'm just throwing it out there. Go ahead. Well, I hope people don't go on it. Uh, it's another angel. Hoorah! Four a, a black and a red. Flying vigilance. Four black red. Four white black red. Oh, see. I want to play that card already because that's such a good color combination. It's really amazing. red, black, and white is so good. Oh shit! You get mana flare in there. Alright, continue. Choose a creature card at random from target opponent's graveyard. Put that card onto the battlefield under your control. How are you gonna choose it at random? Uh, uh, eeny, meeny, miny. No, no here's I mean, what you do, which is really annoying. You pick someone's graveyard. This is one reason why I don't like this guy. Alright, you pick their graveyard. You gotta take out all the creatures. You can't do that. EDH is, a, EDH is technically an eternal format, and graveyard is very. Your graveyard order is relevant in the eternal format. You roll a dice. Yeah, I guess you roll a die. Yeah, it's gotta be a die. So, like, people gotta know that. Because, like, you can't, you can't change your order because there are cards that still matter, like, remove the bottom card of your graveyard from the game. Like, you can't. Like, in EDH, those are playable, so. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's just weird. Huh. Fuck her. Yeah. Seven mana. I mean, it is. It's a, a four-seven. I like the color combination because all we have is what Oros is the only other one. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll still run the dragons from either plane shift or. Uh, no, you don't. Not have any yeah. Awesome. All right, so those are the legends. Those are the legends. Tell me a little bit about the cards that don't suck. The cards that don't suck. I will tell you Stranglehold. that. Stranglehold. Uh, Alright, we will get right to Stranglehold. You know Fucking what? ridiculous. Go ahead, go ahead. Leave it. It's very funny. I, I honestly, it's three and a red. It's a rare cabinet. Your opponents can't search libraries. If an opponent would begin an extra turn, that player skips that turn instead. That's pretty awesome. That shuts down, like, that shuts down black, that shuts down blue. And it's an enchantment, so it's hard to answer. It's, re it's Red's big, like, fuck you to everything. Yeah, and you know what I have to say? What's even the best part about this card is actually the flavor text. What's the flavor text? The flavor text is the correct answer to a barbarian's riddle is to choke on your cleverness and die. Nice. I like that. It's actually I approve. Very, very yeah, that's fitting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that card, that, card, that card screams, like, ha ha, Red matters. Because, yeah, of course, Red gets only land destruction and board wipes, right? Fuck that. Fuck Red. Gives Red more... Hey, Red takes extra turns. You just lose the turn after. Good old Final Fortune. Uh, they have a new mechanic coming out with certain cards called Join Forces. Yes. Um, a lot of people are misinterpreting this yeah. when they read them, so read it a little slowly just to make sure everyone gets One green is sorcery. Join Forces. 
starting with you, each player may pay any amount of mana. Each player searches his or her library for X basic land cards or X to the total amount of mana paid this way. Puts them onto the battlefield tapped and shuffles his or her library. So my understanding of that is I start and then we'll go clockwise around the table. So I pay three mana. And then you pay one mana. And then Phil pays three mana. And then the guy over here happens to not have any mana untapped, so he so pays, he pays zero. Alright, so, so that means that every player... Yes, everybody, regardless including of... Including the guy who paid nothing, yeah. gets seven... Yes. Seven, seven basic wins plans into, play. into play. Yeah. Uh, tap. 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 A lot of people misinterpret it as in you get the number you, you pay for. No. A lot of people have been misinterpreting. That's There's one that does that with play. soldiers, too. Yeah, we're yeah. one way. One does it with soldiers. Same shit, just one way, everyone pays, everyone gets soldiers. Whatever, that could be That could be silly, too. I want to build a deck where other people having creatures would suck for them. Oh, I like those enchantments, too. Those little those little boon enchantments where enchanted creature gets, like, plus two, plus two in flying, but can't attack you or a planeswalker you control. It's great bargaining chips. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to make your dude fly and be stronger, but he can't swing at me. No, it's like super pacifism. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, you can beat everybody else up, but since I helped you, you can't swing at me. Can't wow. stab me in the back and swing at me with it either, because it's one of the cards. You can't do that. I like those. I think my favorite card so far, besides the legends, Death by Dragons. Death by Dragons is... That card's going to... And friendships, I swear. Yeah, people are gonna get just so angry. What does it do? Each player, it's four and two red. Each player, other than target player, puts a five-five red dragon creature token with flying onto the battlefield. <laughs> How fucked up is that? So it, you know what it's like. It's like okay, um, Kirk, you can get a dragon. Fez, you can get a dragon. Rick can get a dragon. Mike get a dragon. Fuck you, Tony. You and then we're all sitting there with dragons. You're like, oh, great. Being picked last in dodgeball. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. That's the equivalent of <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, it sucks. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that card is so... Everybody uh, but you. Man, there needs to be a, no, like a non-dragon token made. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's there should be a counter to it where if you didn't get the dragon token, instead you get everybody else's dragon tokens. Something silly like that. Be like, ah, fuck you, anyway. There, there got to be other cards that do that, though, right? Yeah. Like everybody draws cards yeah. except target player. There's a dragon that fire breathes with joint forces mechanic too, so you can just pick how badly you want to kill somebody. <laughs> hey, everybody, okay with this? Cool. Sorry, Kirk. Yeah. You out the game. I. It, for the uh, mana charge dragon, is it when he attacks or is it just? It pet? is when he attacks. All right, so you blocks. declare your target first, yeah. obviously. So they're not going to pay any mana no. into it. Well, they might have been suicidal. <laughs> yeah, it's like how badly do you want Kirk to die? Tony's like, I'll put three in that. <laughs> Next person's like, yeah, I'll throw in two more. I want, I want an addendum to the rule. I want if a player is wiped out, any permanents you control from that player stay. No, well, not stay, but you get a copy of that. Like, yeah. like you still control it because, like, it honestly it has affected some multiplayer games. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, just recently I was playing a game and some guy like scooped because he had to leave, which is cool because it's a win. But it changes the but game. But like, I, I, I had his, uh, um, I bribery for something, and it was like ridiculous. Oh, oh, uh, Ulamog. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm sitting on an Ulamog. He's like, gotta go. I'm like, but I have an Ulamog. 
and you're sitting there while there's three other players at the table, and you're like, yeah, great, no, so there goes all the strategy. Yeah, there's that one guy that you probably attacked earlier, and he's not happy at you. So, and then your old log disappears. Yeah, and then, like, it's the same thing with the people being whiny little bitches about getting attacked first. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't care. If you want to hit me for, like, 13 on your first attack, that's fine. Because I'm a player in a game that you're trying to win. Like, I'm just tired. None of us act like that, though. No, but that's fine. Like, the problem is, like, uh, none of you, you guys don't, neither of you. But there are some people we play with where, like, I'll swing. Don't Phil doesn't do that. What? (laughs) What? Like, what? Don't throw! Don't throw! What? Hey, don't fish. throw that! <laughs> no, Phil doesn't do that. But like, not all the time. I'm not going to mention any names yeah. at all because they might listen. But there's there's a person I know here who, when I swing at him with like a pulse tracker, he like cries. He's like, "Oh, whoa. Well, why are you going to swing at me? What? Are the- <laughs> you already know what I'm talking about. He knows. He figured it out from the, the stupid boy. He can go fuck himself. Wait, the can you can you cut that? I want to know who this is. Hold on. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he can go fuck himself. Like, he, I, and then like, and then twenty minutes later, he'll misplay twice on two different cards, untap all his lands, and pass turn. And then like, <laughs> while I'm in the middle of winning the game, he's like, "Oh, I meant to do this last turn, so you can't do that." I'm like, "But, but that was last turn." You're just you're just bad in every sense of the word bad. Anyway. Totally bad. Yeah, I mean, it's EDH. It's all politics. Anyway, yeah, these these sets are exciting. The new cards are there. They, they spoiled the entire thing, or no? Uh, no, there's, uh... Well, there's, like, 50-something new cards that they're spoiling. There's about 50 cards that are new that they're putting in the EDH pre-cons and everything. And the rest is all reprints. Like I said, you get, you get a Soul Ring and a Lightning Greaves in every deck, which is amazing. Both EDH necessities, you know. Get the cool thing about soaring, it's the uh, it's the from the vault artwork too. Is it foil too? It's not foil. No, it's not foil though. Unfortunately, you get a skull clamp in every deck too. No, because no, everybody would hate each other. But skull clamp is confirmed to be in one of the decks. Skull clamp, brainstorm, uh, a couple of like really really strong cards are confirmed to be in the EDH decks. Not shabby. So it looks fun. Yeah, no, I was looking at today. There's a skull clamp, and I'm like, oh man, I want that deck because I can. Ju- I just want to see the what shenanigans they're going to pull. I have 30 skull clamps, by the way. If anyone needs <laughs> skull clamp, it's just skull clamp leaves you open to do so many fun things. Like, I also have 10. You can just do vials. crazy shit. Eighth of vial. Ooh, I like it. I still have my. It's weird five to be eighth vials. because you can't sneak in your general. Well, eighth of vial is useless to me, the H, unless you get it in your opening hand. I mean, there's nothing really to know what I mean. You have your Joint Forces cards, which we just talked about. What about the Command Tower? I think Command, command Tower is kind of cool. It's just meh. I mean, there's so much mana fixing. Obviously, you have all the cards in Magic. Why yeah. would you need the Command Tower? Well, I like it because it just it, it it's easy. You know, it's like alright for you for those of you that don't know, Command Tower. It's a land comes into play untapped, no drawback or nothing. Tap add one mana to your map pool of any color that is in your general's color identity. I mean, so says no they actually call it color it. identity. Yeah, I mean, there's no drawback to it. But no, I, mean, I think I just think it's cool. It's like it's an it's, it's, it's another reflecting pool for your deck. Basically. Oh, can yeah, I, I tell mean. you about my new my EDH deck? Memnarch. No. Memnarch. 
So you really don't want friends, do you? No. Not Memnock really. is no because it was either Memnock or Arkham Daxon. Too many people play Arkham Daxon, so I might well, play it. Arkham Daxon. I might tell you to go play in like in a highway if you played <laughs> Arkham Daxon. Go play in traffic. Go play in traffic. Uh, you you already you already fell victim to the hands of Arkham Daxon. That deck was just not fun for anybody. Yeah, no, yeah. no Memnock's alright because he costs seven mana. So like, well, no, uh, the first EDH deck that me and Ricky built was uh, an Arkham Daxon deck. Before we realized there was actually a ban list for EDH yep. and like. Hilarious Academy was there. Sway of the Stars. Well, Sway of the Stars was there. Like, half, like, a good, like, maybe, like, almost half the deck of, like, the combo pieces. Metalworker. Staff of Domination. Oh, yeah. Like, cheating. We realized that, we're like, oh, great. So, So you guys have been cheating the whole time. What was the, uh. What was the next step we were going to do? What was the next thing we were going to talk about? M12. M12! Before we get to M12, cigarettes are calling me. Alrighty. We're gonna take a uh, cigarette break, a cigarette everybody. Break. Hopefully, we'll put in some like little nice little music for you while you. No, I'm lazy. You're probably just gonna get blank space for like three seconds, and then you're here. Welcome, we're back. All right. Okay. And welcome, we're back. Uh, how do you want to lead off on this M12 thing? You want to talk about the card that's not coming back? Uh, we'll talk about. We'll just give them a sound. Be like, all right. Well, we're gonna tell you what what we know is not coming back. What we know it is coming back. Yeah, a few other things here. Yeah. Well, all right, all right, all right. Like, I still can't believe that, though. Yeah, I, well, it, it pisses me off to no end, but we'll... <coughs> we'll see. All right, so what do want to talk about? All right, well, um... Why don't we just go through the colors one more? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to do. Uh, we have a couple really nice M12 spoilers. Like I said, it's up to 97 right now, which go is pretty ridiculous. Go through the ones that you think will have an impact. Well, I mean, first off, I mean, getting Jimmer in a course, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. No, I'm so uh, happy with that. I think that card's decent. Mm-hmm. Right? Card's Gideon? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's amazing. Um, another fun card we got here is uh, Gideon's Avenger, which is a rare that was spoiled earlier. Costs one and two white for a 2-2 two, two human soldier. Is he like uncommon? No, he's a rare. He's a rare. Really? Whenever a creature that opponent controls becomes tapped, you put a plus one, plus one power on it. So he's essentially a 3-3 three, three block. He's, yeah, he's he just right. gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Gideon's Lawkeeper, the uh, common Planeswalker dude, is uh, one white for a 1-1 one, one human soldier. Pay one and tap him, the tap target creature. Yeah. One mana massive decoy is pretty cool. Um, Pat's Fism's back, as always. Um, Spirit Mantle is a really awesome uncommon. What's that, though? Plus one in the white. It's an enchant creature. Enchant creature gets plus one, plus one, and has protection from creatures. Talk about limited ridiculousness. Gives him a Commander Isha type of card. Yeah, a little bit. Commander Isha, Uncle Istvan, what have you. All da- damage dealt to him by creatures reduces. Oh, okay. Yeah. Close enough. Um, obviously, Sarah Angel's back. Um, is she a rare still? No, she's an uncommon. Oh, uh, let's wait for her to get back to rare again. Cause yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, on to blue, we have Bell Tower Sphinx is back. <coughs> Which I think was an awesome card during Ravnica. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, he's uh he's four in a blue for a two five flyer. Whenever a source deals damage to Bell Tower Sphinx, that source's controller puts that many cards from the top of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Honestly, I think it's a really good time. I mean, Sphinxes are pretty big. Uh-huh. They usually have a couple in every set. I mean, yeah. and this one fits right into Jace's like you know whole deal of milling you. Uh-huh. So it's perfect. Uh, yeah, so uh, Jace's Erasure came back, which is pretty cool. Divination's back, which is always good. I'm always happy to see that. 
Divination? No, it was not. Cause that's because we had Preordain and... Uh, Fuck, we're losing Preordain. Yeah, it's unfortunate we're losing Scry, but whatever. Oh, Phantasmal Bear. That's another really nice one. Okay, now, what does it do? He's one blue for a 2-2. Two, two. If it becomes target of Speller ability... Sacrifice it. It dies, yeah. yeah. Saw that he's really good. I like him. Uh, he's going to be a lot of fun. Now, on to Black. They spoiled um the Black Mythic. Which is also going to be the uh, the pre-release promo that they're giving out mm-hmm. called uh, Bloodlord of Vascoth. Okay. the hell that is. Sounds like a vampire. Yes, he's a vampire warrior. He costs three and two black for a three-three flying Bloodthirst three. As you guys know, Bloodthirst. I think is that's bad. another reason why they brought Bloodthirst back. It's obviously yeah. vampire. Um, whenever you cast a vampire creature spell, it gains Bloodthirst three. So you can make your bet. Va- the cool thing about uh, playing Bloodthirst in a corset that I like, though, is like corset's meant for like a lot of newer players and stuff like that, and it gets them used to playing their stuff on main phase two. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're gonna want to attack first, and then play all these Bloodthirsts. Yeah. It gets them into the habit of doing so. Yeah, I'm just pissed off because like we're gonna lose so many vampires. Like, like vampires aren't gonna exist unless Innistrad is just. Zendikar Part 2, you know? Which it might be, we don't know that yet. I mean, we got Liliana, but that bitch is like demons and shit. Child of Night's back, which is cool. I I like him. 2-1 lifelink? 2-1 lifelinker for 2. I like him. Diabog Tutor, obviously. Um, what is this? This is a new one. Devouring Swarm. It's a a 1 and 2 black for a 2-1 flying insect. Sacrifice a creature, Devouring Swarm gets plus 1, plus 1 turn turn. Not that bad. Yeah. He flies and he gets pumped, which is yeah. kind of cool. Uh, distress is back. Distress, uh, not duress. That's the same one. Two black target player reveals their hand. You choose a non-land card from it. That player discards that card. Card from like Tommy Gawa. Yes. Yeah. Which is bad. really cool. It's not bad. You just have too many options, like the spies and reassembling skeletons back, which is awesome. Singir Vampire, which I was very happy to see back. Uh, He's an uncommon uh, now, too. He got the Star Angel treatment. In limited, he's going to be ridiculous. Of course. I mean, Flyers, both of Flyers are really yeah. good. Uh, obviously, Sora Markov back, which is nice. It's good to see him in the course as well. Obviously, they're prepping for our new Lilian Vest card in the next block. I would imagine so. Uh, I like a four-mana, four-ability Planeswalker. Now that Jace is probably not going to make it back, even though I want him to. Sora's Thirst is an interesting card as well. Is that it? Two black instant deals two damage to target creature and you gain two life. You know what though? Would you really play it over a really solid removal spell like? Well, like I said, most of these cards are limited use. Of course, like, no. I thought you I were, think it's great. I thought limited. you were. I thought you were going to go into like how it can be constructed, which I don't yeah. think is possible. There's not that many cards I'm seeing that are very constructed for me right now. Which is Obviously, they're saving a lot of the beef for later. I mean, some dopes are going to try. Oh, here's an interesting one for uh, <laughs> limited that I really like. It goes goes good with the whole bloodthirst mechanic. Tormented Soul. Mm. It's one black for a one one spirit. He can't block and is unblockable. That's interesting. I like it. It's like a pseudo shadow, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they just give him shadow? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I guess they didn't want to put another keyword in. Vampire Outcast is an interesting uh-huh. Two and two black. It's a vampire. Obviously, it's a two two lifelink bloodthirst two. So you have the potential to play a 4-mana 4-4 lifelinker, which is kind of That's nifty. actually really good. That's yeah. actually pretty nice. And limited. Oh! Another good card I just played that I think is really awesome. Glad to see that. Zombie Infestation. 
Clearly. Uh, those of you that don't know, it's one the black enchantment. Discard two cards, put two two black zombie creature drop on the battlefield. Uh, obviously, they're paying towards the EDH crowd because there's yeah. a lot of nice little combos you can do with him. Like in all the Zer, the Enchanter decks, they're running zombie infestation and stuff like that, like outlets and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. And on to Rev. What we got here that's worth anything? What is this? Bonebreaker Giant. Looks terrible. Like something with four nope. He's four in red for a four four vanilla. Yeah, two red. Yeah. Act of Treason's back, which is cool. Cool. Yeah. Chandra's Outrage. Chandra's Phoenix, which I think is a very interesting card. Is it rare? Which is also, yes, it's a buy by the box. It's also too. a bad card. I don't think it's that bad. It's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> 1 and 2 red for a 2 2 flying haster. Uh, whenever an opponent is dealt damage by a red instant or sorcery spell you control, or by a red planeswalker you control, return Chandra's Phoenix from your graveyard to your hand. Not terrible. I think it's decent. I mean, I'm not going to go crazy over it. I mean, you know. Fireball is back, which is cool. Flame Blast Dragon, which I, I was not I, expecting. I, I came out of left field for me. For those of you that don't know... Wasn't that one of the ones that was spoiled originally? Yeah. For those of you that don't know, he's 4 and 2 red for a 5-5 five, five Flying Dragon. Whenever he attacks, you pay X in the red. If you do, he deals X damage target creature or player. So he's a Fireball on a stick. What the hell is this? Goblin Bang Chuckers. Wow. Goblin Bang Chuckers. Orgy? Read this. It's it's uh it's an uncommon. Two and actually wait, no, they don't even know what rarity is right now, actually. It's a question mark. So it's a calendar uncommon. Two and two red for a two two. Wow, this is terrible but funny. Tap. <laughs> Flip a coin. Oh, we got a flip a coin effect? Oh, God. Next! Oh, God. If you win the May. flip, oh. if you win the flip, it deals two damage to a creature or player. If you lose the flip, it deals two damage to itself. Nay! That is so <laughs> bad. Nay! Oh, my God. I shudder to think that that might be taking a, a oh, common here's, spot. Oh, here's some interesting proof of thought. Inferno Titan has been spoiled. He was in one of the magazines for M12. Inferno Titan is Well, he's the that. promo card for, uh, for the new... Oh shit! I didn't realize that the new du duels 2012. Well, they have all the. They have all the. But cultures. that that almost that almost guarantees not all of them. They yeah, don't it have. Does. They, for the duels of the planeswalkers, all the titans have uh, yep. promos. Mm -hmm. But also, and they remember, almost have to bring them back because why would they give out promos for cards you can't use? Well, remember, you can't. Grave Titans obviously not in it because. Usually, they usually stick to two mythics per they color. They might want to break that rule. Never they mind. might. They I might, don't know. But I don't mind if we don't get Brigade Titan back, but like, I don't know why they'd be giving out promo versions of cards after when the set comes out that you can't use. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, here's here's some interesting one, though. Anyone remember Volcanic Dragon? Old rare back in, I think, like Tempest or Mirage, I believe? Yeah. He's an uncommon now. Yeah, fucking. 4-2 red for a 4-4 four, four Flying Haster. Which isn't that bad. Four and two red? Yeah. Six for a four four flying haster? Yeah. It's Mol limited. Molten Steel Dragon. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Limiting is fine. Oh, here's, here's a nice yeah. new card I think is kind of interesting as well. Bloodstorm Berserker. One in the red for a 1 1 Bloodthirst 2. He can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. Mm -hmm. Seems kind of interesting. Limited again. Uh, green. Green doesn't have anything that amazing. Like, they got Group's Companion back. Group's Horde's new rare. <coughs> Five and two green for a 7-7 seven, seven Trample. Play with the top card of your library reveal. You may play the top card of your library if it's a creature card. 
So like green future site? Yeah. yeah, whatever. Um yeah, let's go. Ooh, Hunter's Insight. That actually seems kinda of fun. I just saw this now. Two in a green instant. Choose target creature you control. Whenever that creature deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker this turn, draw that many cards. I'm happy they're incorporating the or planeswalker. Yeah. Uh let's see typical plummet, room club there. Sacred Wolf is back. Titanic Growth is a new Giant Growth. Yes, Giant Growth has been confirmed out first time in the core set ever. Uh, one of the green instant target creature gets plus four, plus four to the turn. Oh, I was wrong. There's no trample on either. Oh, that's so that's bad. It should be plus five. It should be, uh, what's that? Uh, Might of Oaks. Fuck yeah. that. Might of Oaks. Do should it. Be. We want it back. Oh, and they spoiled one artifact. Get this. Kite Shield. It's a zero mana artifact that equips for three. Quick creature gets plus zero, plus three. And it's an uncommon, by the way. I don't know... Are you alive there? What? No, I fell asleep. I don't know... Why? Like, I don't understand the point behind that, but... So then... Which you may or may not have noticed... Is the lack of one particular red card being... Yeah, which has been confirmed out be via the numbers of the spoiled cards. Pretty much, you got uh, you got lava lava axe at one forty eight, and right at one forty nine is lightning elemental, which means lightning bolt is getting the boot. If that's right, and if they're not fucking stupid with their numbers or anything like that, and they cut lightning bolt, that is the douchest move. Since they cut counters, like we just like adapted to dealing with bolt back in standard, and now it's like, God, lightning bolt is what enabled decks to get away from, or would enable the format to get away from aggressive decks. They haven't mentioned shock. We know we lost burst lightning, and in case you haven't figured it out, shock is not a replacement for lightning bolt. Yeah, Never there's was. There's no replacement for lightning bolt. You just, if, if you're not, you're the gonna closest thing you can get is flame slash. I said it before, and I'll say it again. If you're gonna take away a lightning bolt after giving it back to the community, I want counterspell. That's that's it. I want either counterspell. No, that's it. Counterspell. That, that the only card you're gonna give me now that's gonna make me or swords to plowshare. Give me back swords. To, I'll take swords to plowshare. That's <laughs> fine too. I'll take either a white removal spell or a hard counter spell for two mana. Thank you very Why much. Why sword? Just huh? different path. Whatever. Simple. Sword is more relevant. I think path. I personally, I think path is better. I'd rather give. Usually, I'd rather give somebody a land than have them gain life in, in standard. Uh, that that could be debated, though. It, it's also it's very situational. Like it depends on the board state, what you're up against. Like you are, what's more important, like giving them life or giving them an extra land. Yeah, I mean, but I, I'd rather have one of those back than like you get rid of lightning bolt, which is which is the only reason why red was viable. I mean, let's just hope that none of this is true. This is like a nightmare. Yeah, it's really fucking really bad. And it's, it's a douche move on their part. Like, no one's bitching about Lightning Bolt. Nope, nobody. There's not one player that's like, man, I can't wait for Lightning Bolt to cycle out. So why would you change the form? Like, why would you do that, but still give us, like, Gideon back? Ah, you're idiots, whatever. Yeah. Well, hopefully they fucked up somewhere and that Lightning Bolt does exist. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, until I see it on, like, the mother site... Yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I think of my first tournament, uh... 
Uh, at least FNM. I'm just gonna run lightning bolts anyway. Just yeah, for that I refuse. I refuse. I'm sorry. I'm I just not gonna not run lightning. I will. I won't even run a red deck. I'll just put lightning bolts in it. Fuck yourself. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much all we got for. Uh, oh, we also got that mythic dragon thing too. Oh, the one with Bloodthirst. It doesn't the matter. Fury thir- the Fury Board. That card is terrible. Yeah, Bloodthirst. Okay, let's let's clarify this. Bloodthirst isn't a good ability. No, it's not at all. It's it a does require ability. again. It's a mechanic that requires skill and planning. Like I said, it's I think the important. only reason they put Bloodthirst in is to cater to newer players, getting them to get used to playing stuff during not just phase used, but to learn to play the game, you know, this way. Yeah. Um, like, we um we didn't talk about the new uh, evergreen keyword. Oh, hexproof. Hexproof. There's Pretty much, they took troll shroud and gave it a name. There's a good reason troll why we forgot about that is because there's no good cards out with it yet. Yeah. In the core set. Yeah. Well, I don't know why they didn't just call it Troll Shroud. Spoiled? No one ever not called it Troll Shroud. They spoiled an elf, too, that I didn't go over. It's, it's, uh, it's probably not relevant at all, but it's one mana for a 1-1 one, one hexproof. Because you know what it's I need? Cute, but a 1-1 one, one that can't be the target spell. Yeah. That your opponent's control. I don't know why they just call it Troll Shroud. I mean, everyone's going to know. I guess, mean? like, for newer players or whatever, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they should have made that an actual evergreen keyword, though. Like, you can do some silly shit with that. It's, like, it's really hard to deal with. Troll Shroud is just tough to... I think they need... I general. think... You know what I think they need? I think they've dropped the ball on this for way too long. I think enters the battlefield tap should be a keyword. Well, like, comes into play exhausted or something? Yeah, like... like, like well, not not even that. comes into play exhausted. Oh, I, I can definitely see that. No, That's like, like, good point. like, just... Just, like, like uh... Like slow or <laughs> like slow. This was yeah, just Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. No, but, but like like delay delay delayed. Like the the name yeah. is delayed. Name of the yeah. card is delayed, as opposed to like there suspended. might be a rules reason, probably possibly. possibly. Oh no. Yeah, I'm just saying like that ability you always see. It's in every set ever. There's always something that comes into play tapped. So, like, I feel if you're going to make it a bi- anything that's changed... I mean, you made... What's it called? You made lifelink and death touch into uh, actual Keywords. keyword abilities that don't use the stack anymore. So, like, the trigger... Not triggered abilities. Uh, static abilities. So, why, you know, why not just take other things? Well, that's pretty much... I have a question. Yeah. If something enters the battle... If it says this card enters the battlefield tapped, and you have a torpor orb out... Does it not enter the battlefield tapped? No. It's not, an, it's, it's not, it's not a, a triggered, triggered ability. ability. It comes in tapped. It's just a state based. Oh, Torpor Orb says uh, ability. Torpor Orb Creatures coming into play don't cause abilities to trigger. Yes. That's right. Creatures enter I will tell everybody a fun combo that I thought of today. And this is probably not original. Malera, Silvok, whatever the hell it is. The, the anti poison one where you can't put counters yeah. Malera, on. Malera, Silvok, life, life. And Edge Monstrosity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking That's Kyle to actually told me about that. Really? Yeah, like two days ago. It was weird. Wait, was like, so... I thought that doesn't work, though. No, it actually... No, it, it works. It with it's with counters. She says they it can't is, have counters no, placed on them. it is a replacement them. effect. It's it a replacement... It doesn't work with Torpor Orb, because the abi- him coming into play doesn't put the counters on him. But if Malira's in play, and the counters are going to be placed on... They she says they can't it. possibly be placed on. No. It also depends on time stamping too. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. 
Eshmo Shasi is a terrible your, card. Your fun day, combo of the day, folks. It's not fun at all. Eshmo Shasi is you know terrible. I already told you, I started writing... You're the one who likes the artifact that shoots, you know, nuts, so... Because it's know. funny. Okay, well, I don't know, man. I think five minutes, ten On every monstrosity so. I have, I write the word infect on it. Like, in pen. Yeah. Just because that's the only thing that card needs. A 5-5 five, five infect for five, I'll take. The fact that it can become a 10-10 ten, ten for, like, every color mana you're not going to produce ever? Yeah. yeah, I'll take that, too. Fuck yeah, that card's stupid. Uh, I, just, I just think he's just terrible. You know what card I'd rather than him? Bringer of the White Dawn. Well, yeah, because that's exactly what we need in a format full of artifacts. No, that's exactly what we need in a format with Mind Slaver in it. <laughs> Whatever, you're not going to get 5 You're not. There's no 5cc anymore. There can't be 5cc anymore. That's only one color. It was it's seven. It was like eight white. Seven. It's five and two white to cast. Fuck that. No one's paying seven. I'll play Elish Norn. Because Elish Norn's a good card. I put her in I put her in Dark Blade. Apparently Elish Norn's seen a lot of play. I put, her, dude, I put her in Dark Blade. It was awesome. Do you, you understand? Know, when I played her, a lot of play. When I played her, everyone just cried. Bad players. You sure? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll have to look at some of the legacy right. lists, buddy. Yeah, sure. Oh, and legacy stuff. Because you're gonna reanimate that bitch. Then bitch is win. even. Bitch is even in standard. All right. So we've gone over standard. Bad players are bad players. Okay. <laughs> like we've gone over standard. We've gone over uh, the new EDH stuff. Uh, we've gone over the uh, M12 spoilers. We went over which, Swordfish. Oh, Swordfish, which I will post a deck list. RTFC Facebook page. Like it. Still think we should have a Twitter. No. The computer just broke. Oh. Shit happens. Uh, so the last thing we're going to talk about is... Modern Magic. Modern Magic. What you tell... tell what exactly is modern magic? Alright, well, it's not an official format right now, but apparently, like, Wizards are doing something online. There's, like, an online tournament with it. They're trying to push it. Modern magic is pretty much every set with the new card frames, which is from 8th edition up. Probably supposed to be a format that never rotates. It's always 8th edition up, which is cool. So cards aren't going to lose their value and whatnot. Um... And I just think it's straight up better than extended. I mean, I would call it classic. I wouldn't call it modern magic. Because you have vintage, you have legacy, which kind of in- imply that it's, it's older. It's, like, very old, actually. Yeah. The way, And then you can, you know, like, classic. You can call it classic format. Listen, current extended's terrible. Yep. Uh, it's just it's terrible. Boring. It's not... Not only is it... Like, you know what? There's, like, 12 different decks, which is cool... But they're they're not fun. Like, yeah, and then before that, you dealt with Goyf. So like, Legacy needs like if they want extended to matter, if they if they really want to push the new extended format and how they changed everything in the world on it, they really need to just fucking like determine what the problem is and come out with a banner restricted list. Uh, I'm also I'm also thinking that this modern magic thing is going to take off because they already released a ban list for it as well. Well, that's because of the uh, tournament. That's yeah. a good idea. Um, uh, some of the things banned the are skull clam, Cyple of vault, skull clam, the usual top, suspects, uh, jit, jit, dark depths, um, dark depths is banned. The artifact lands, obviously. No. Yeah. Artifact lands are banned. Yep. Fuck that. They're stupid. But it doesn't matter because you can like. The cool thing is, is you can. There's a lot of legacy decks you can still run, pretty much. True, true. But like legacy, like 
Legacy is cool because like not a lot of people are like want to play standard anymore. Yeah, yeah. Legacy is expensive though. The thing is, you get to play a lot of the stuff you normally would play in Legacy, but you don't have to worry about buying Force of Wills, Sinkholes, Wastelands, and stuff like honestly, that. Like, and they're all like fifty plus dollar cards. But you're still gonna run into like Affinity. Like Affinity is the is like, that is the one budget deck, honestly. But that deck is going to win. No, it's not. Okay, or right. Affinity right now doesn't run Ravager. It doesn't run Disciple of the Vault. It doesn't run Skullplay. It's your typical. It has your typical problem. Does it run with Artifact Lands? Yeah, it runs Artifact. Lands. Yeah, Artifact Lands. Yeah, okay. So that's kind of what's awesome. But like, you're still gonna get your. It's still a good deck. Like, I don't I know. know. It's good. No, I know. Fucking ban Goyf. I don't want to fucking see Tarmogoyf. I don't want to fucking touch him. I don't want to taste him. He wasn't on the ban you fucking should be you know what no, but again, they ban. said they're revising it anyway I don't so. like bans I'm not a fan of bans I think the, I think if you restrict cards especially in more open formats like you can restrict anything you fucking want in type 1 well the thing about that is it like doesn't matter restrictions on formats like other than vintage it's kind of pointless because the card's just not going to see play anyway no if you, you if know? you restrict Goyf they're going to people are going to play it as a one of and I think Goyf as a one of in a deck is a lot it's almost like cooler. It's a lot it, less awesome than having a place set, though. Yeah, it's a lot less awesome than dropping two goyfs. You know? Like, yeah. you want to get goyf out as soon as possible. Like, and, like, and then you know what? Like, you'll play it. You might not play it as much. It doesn't matter. Like, there's so many. Like, Skull Clamp. Skull Clamp, as a one of, is still awesome. really good. It's, yeah, it's still amazing, but it's not like, oh, cool, I'm going to double Skull Clamp a 2 2. <laughs> Frogmite, two skull clamp, four cards. Wow. I win. You get to you get to two it for it with Stoneforge. Yeah. And then you can equip it to the Stoneforge. Make the Stoneforge a two one you want to die. Wow. Or you just search it out with her and combo out. Yeah. But like there's well, you know a what? mirror retriever and draw skull. It's interesting, they chose like Mirrodin as the first well, eighth edition, but really Mirrodin as yeah. the first set deal with this. Uh, yeah, they cut it off frames. right before Onslaught, which is this, which is honestly was one of my favorite sets. Yeah, I miss Onslaught. I love the Onslaught block. I love. I just don't think they at. want ten fetches in the format. <laughs> That's pretty much that what it was. That would honestly, yeah, that would probably be a big issue. Like we're probably already going to see, like in the modern Magic, we're probably already going to see a ton of five CC decks. The mana fixing is just ridiculous. Oh yeah, I, I told you I bought up all my. Uh, my uh, Ravnica Dual Lands, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I have everything I, I except watery, uh, watery Fountain or whatever. Watergrave. Hollow Fountain. I have everything except Hollow Fountain because those are like 15 each. The blue white one? Yeah. Yeah. The, I, got the, I got the Watery Grave for like 5 each. Wow. Well, 5 each? That's a suck. Yeah. yeah. You just gotta hunt them down. Get me a suck. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I got everything. I got the, what was the Overgrown Tomb? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was like 6 dollars each. Um, but, like... And I don't care about fetching for three mana. Like, I don't. Or for three white. Whatever. Like, you're just still going to play the same cool shit. Like, it's... You're just going to be like, alright, and then I have one of both mana. Wait, wait, what do they do with that? Yeah, both mana. Fuck it, they're, they're awesome. So, no, I mean, I'm curious to see if it takes off or not. I think it could be fun. There's going to be a lot of decks, a lot of choices, especially in the beginning. I'm just curious to see how it'll play out. And hopefully it will get... The last thing you I want. Extended. This is the last thing I want from Wizard. And I hope someone at Wizard 
listens to this or people listen to this and complain about it or not. I want a from the vault lands. That uh and I want the from the vault oh. lands to contain All right. <laughs> one of each dual land. Wow. That's all I asked for a lot. A wasteland. wasteland. That's a lot. A strip mine. That's a lot. No, they can go fuck themselves. Because like my boy Karan says, we pay so much money for the entire deck. Why the fuck do we have to pay to get a mana base? I understand a land that does something different. I, I totally do. I can, well, I can... Here's... Alright, the problem with the lands. It's not that they want you to pay more for it or whatever, stuff like that. They don't want to make it available in a set like that, because that means they're going to naturally get devalued. And a lot of the vintage and legacy players that like actually bought them and like are collecting them at the high price are going to get pissed. Well, they That's why there's a reserve because they're not buying new cards. I could tell you something. Listen, you're talking to somebody who plays vintage occasionally, who likes to play legacy. The, the lands go between fifty and one hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty being underground yeah. sea right now. It's just the like I said, the, their main thing. They released a statement about everything. They just they don't want the players that actually spent the extra cash. Yeah, but they're not on the restrict. They're not on the, re- not the no reprint list. Those no, lands not. aren't. They're not. So that's the point. Like if you're not going to put a card, like Force of Will is not on the no pre- reprint list. But like I said, it's going to devalue it when they. If they so reprint. what? Like how much is a foil version of Underground Sea going to devalue the one hundred and twenty dollar older Underground Sea? 20, 30 bucks, it's gonna, and you're only going to get one per set. They're going to be a limited print set, so getting a playset of them is going to be a bitch. True, true. No, I see your point. But I see like, your point, I, I just see don't see it the point, too. Like, there's no... Like, dragons are a big part of magic. I mean, you know, what, what, what else was there from the vault? You know what? Name five dragons. Five dragons that have won games in... Like, that are written no, in games. No, no, hear me out. Two-headed I dragon. Mean slave, I mean Shivan dragon. Um... Oh, Eternal Dragon. Eternal Dragon. Kakusho. And... Oh, what the hell is the other dude? From Mirage. Inferno Dragon. Okay. That took a while. I forgot the name. Name five elves that have won the game for you. Wirewood Elves. Wirewood Chandler. Wirewood Chandler. Caller of the Claw. Like, you can go on forever. Why isn't there an Elves one? Because Elves are shitty and stupid. I don't care about Dragon. They might, you know, I mean, I think what they really want to do is... The reason they made that from the vault I think it's a real more for flavor than anything else. Yes. Dragons, they're like, they're iconic creatures. I'm cool with the, I'm cool with the Dragon. I'm fine with it. But like, they gave us from the vault Exile and from the vault Relics. And Relics... There was not one card in Relics that you couldn't play immediately. Yeah. There were the Aether Vial, the Sword, Zorin the Zorin Orb, the uh, Soul Ring. Soul like, Ring. every card in that... Soul Ring was a, what, 20-hour card? 10-hour card? No. For, like, a good one, the 5 for a regular Soul one. Ring is, like, yeah. 10 bucks. Aether Vial is 10 bucks. Yeah. Uh, it always has. Oh, I forgot about Mox Diamond. Mox Diamond. Like... Like they were talking about they reprinted like okay I don't want to I'm not asking for our okay. from the vault fucking lotuses you know yeah no from I mean, the vault what, would you, what would you call it actually if from the vault lands that's it from the vault lands it needs to have more I, I you know what I can see them doing I th- and I think they should do this they should make a from the vault lands but instead the lands represent the different planes 
Does that make any that. sense? I'm a, it makes sense. See, that, does that, I feel, does that no, make you're right, any... you're right. Because then we can get stuff like Urborg, Tolaria West, uh, sh- 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 what the fucking Shin, not Shinzo. Tolaria West, no, Tolaria Academy. Tolaria Academy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Tolaria Academy's a douche card. Uh, yeah, but then you get, like, you have to choose between Tolaria Academy, Gaius Cradle, They'd probably put Sanctum in there because they're assholes. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, like that cards card. that represent like certain areas in Magic. You get Lesejo who shelters all. You get uh, you know, I mean, they'll give you a Genju of the Realm just to be jerks. Yeah, <laughs> just so you, you know. You get like one Treetop Village, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? And I, you know what? And it would probably sell. I mean, it, it wouldn't. It's not as crazy as what you're saying, but it's definitely possible. But like, I think that's what? as far as Do you they'll know what? go. You know what? If they reprinted, if the next, if M, if M12, because did they spoil any of the lands in M12 yet? No. If the M12 has all those lands in them, it will sell like fucking hotcakes. And you know who buy them? But the vintage players will buy them anyway. So who gives a shit? It'll devalue. I could see, How, but it can't really devalue them. The only reason their their value is so high is because it's been so long. That's the same. That's the same argument. Like, like the cards are old. Do they really well, honestly, want? As much as I want, like duels, just make everything simple. Like, I'll be fine with the rabbit duels. So why? Uh, they don't need to put I bad land. I agree with that. Ground, but, like, and to be honest, dude, that actually, really I'll be fine with the rabbit duels. What do they do in Zendikar? They dropped lotuses back into print. They dropped moxes back into print as like super super mythic rares. They, they didn't reprint them. No, they dropped in circulation. I'm sorry, yeah. in circulation. They didn't reprint them. They don't like. It doesn't matter. Like that. D- d- like pe- and they said it. Like, well, we didn't reprint them, and it said it was not on the reprint list. Ha ha. Fuck you. You made the list. Like, yeah. like you can just be like, uh, old players, fucking deal with the fact that we're gonna make the lands that you paid a lot for. Like, you don't want to. You want to get pissed off of the game? Then don't play the fucking game. Enjoy the fact that you wasted your money. Or realize that me, like an idiot, paid fucking thirty dollars for a Gideon Jura I needed even though I know he's going to be reprinted, because I need Gideon Jorah right fucking now. Yeah. Not 20 years from now. Not maybe he might get reprinted in M10. Not I can wait. I need him right now because the deck I'm running requires him right now. You're going to spend money. If you're not happy spending money on a hobby, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it is this. That's the, that's like, go play, go play Hello Kitty Island Adventure for $2 a month. Hey. It's a good game. Sorry. Sorry. I just, I'm just pissed because like there's no, no reason I what, I there's no reason I shouldn't be able that. to run a five color control deck at all times. You know what though, and this is gonna sound crazy, I do think it might take away the skill of the game. I mean you want a lot you want just giving access to that kind of mana fixing, Ma- yeah, I think but, that does change the game a little bit. But you're only getting the mana fixing. So getting the mana fixing doesn't matter. Because the hardest part of a of a building a deck is building the mana base. Yeah, yeah, and that just pretty much it does it for you. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. So then you can spend. You don't have to spend like, okay, well I can't run this card because I can't hit double white on turn two every time. But that just takes away the whole decision in general. But it won't matter. You're not gonna. You're not getting. You're not making worse players because of that. You're getting better decks because of that. You're, you're getting more. You are getting decks. worse players actually because any idiot can make the mana base for a deck. No, it's still not true. It's still not true because depending on how... Okay, if it's a two-color deck, you're you're still only getting four of the dual lands, which is the exact same thing as running any of the existing dual lands we have. I mean, don't you think the decisions of the lands, like, like, let's take, for example, like, the Define the the difference between me playing uh, an underground sea and me playing a drowned catacomb. 
very different. Because number one, you obviously can't play your turn one. Yeah, I can. I just won't use it. You can't fetch for it. That's the point. Well, you can't fetch for shit right now, can you? When the cycle when it cycles out, when it cycles out, you're not gonna be able to fetch for anything. No, I I understand where you're coming from. So like, like we're talking about. (coughs) There is a big difference between ground catacombs. The the difference is, if you have the plains or swamp, it's an underground city. Yeah, that's the difference. That's what the difference is. For the for the from the from the deck building standpoint, mathematically, you're not running less swamps or or, or planes because you can't run that. If you're running a blue black deck, you're only running four. That takes up four slots in the deck of cards that won't come into play tap that will produce one or the other. Bring back the fucking painlands. I would have no problem. With that I would take painlands. I will take. I will take. I will take anything. I will take the painland. I feel that they'll. I will take the painland. I'll take the original that has. I will take the painland that has swamp island. That's my sacrifice. That is the only thing I am willing to forgive on that. I will take a painland I can fetch for. Well, that's it. Anybody would. No, that's it. I will. If the if the drawback to me not having underground sea. Because I can't afford a hundred and twenty dollar playset each each card, uh-huh. uh, is that I have to pay one life to get it and then one life every turn to use it. Fuck it, that's fine. I'll do it. Other than that, if you like, the ability to build a mana base very rarely comes from the actual player. Like I can't tell you how many times I don't put a mana base together. Yeah, I can't say how many times I go. Uh, or perfect example. If you're running any combination of green and red, mm-hmm. you don't have to, like, you can just take the black-red mana base, the advanced yeah. mana base, and then just go, and instead of all the black, it's all oh, the green. green. And then you walk away. Like, and then you have a mana base there. The mana bases, they're always the same. They're always within the same range. So I don't see it destroying anything. Like, getting, if you, okay, if you may you can run all of them, then yeah, that's kind of shitty. But, like, even then... <laughs> Well, you still so have I mean, to draw the land. Yeah. I haven't had any point. The, the only problem the, the I would have with the actual duels in standard take away decisions. is that there's going to be a lot of like unfair strategies going on. They have to limit how they make cards from here on out. Because like, oh, well, well, again, if you have 5cc again, it's like, okay, cool, I drop a Jason Mind Sculptor, then I drop a Broodmate Dragon. It's like, you know... Yeah. And honestly, it's like too I mean, easy to just be like bomb, bomb, that you've bomb. Had that you've had to make you've you've had that land come into play tapped at very crucial points in the game. It does happen, and you're honestly you're drowned. You might not have the island or swamp. I hate you're lands that come into play tapped. That's my problem. It I might hate it might happen. Tap, it's completely yeah, but possible. That's, but that's I'll even take the. But that's not point. optimal. Like you, that's not you're not you don't you don't play that land with the idea that that's the sacrifice you have to make. Yeah. You play that land because that's, that that like, land is going. I'll to tell work. you right now. You can call me crazy for doing this, but I'd rather get an actual a dual land. As drawback is, I'll take three damage when it comes that's to play. Crazy. I will gladly that's, take that's it because insane. it comes to play untapped. That's insane. I'll do that if the land produces two mana. So you get my point. If it though, produces right? both, like that's why I think the Ravnica duels were the best ever. You could play them tapped. But again, that's, you can, op- that's options. You could shock yourself you know, and play I mean, on tap. Like, you know, like, those are like my favorite. You're, you're, you're given a choice. Unlike, the duels, unlike somebody who just the went, bam, okay, there's a land, that's it, done. So what? I mean, 
But like we're now we're talking about a format where deck building is relevant against a format where deck building is super relevant. Like yeah. building your deck in Legacy is ten times harder than building your deck in Standard. Well, yeah, because the or field is so like, much bigger. Because you have so yeah, you have such a huge field that like anybody can come up with a deck tomorrow and be like, wow, it was a good idea. I can't believe anyone thought of it. No one thought of that before. And you still have access to all the lands. So the lands aren't going to fucking make you a better or worse player. It's just going to make sure that you can, if you have an idea, you can follow through. Yes, I agree. 5cc and shit like that is going to become a lot crazier. It's going to become a lot crazier. But it's still not going to be any any necessarily stronger than a focus deck. But 5cc at fairies went head-to-head a lot. So it it wasn't like 5cc crushed them every single time. You know, it was was a fair thing. And then Jun showed up after that was over. Jun became... An issue, but you had the to sacrifice. The only reason Jun came out was because five CC left, and I understand that. And like, yeah, that's fine. And even if, even if, even if what they do is they release them in, in periods, if they do exactly what they did with Ravnica, they're like, oh, we're going to reprint the lands. We're, we're not going to give up from the vault. If if you don't want them in standard, if yeah. we don't, if we're opposed to standard completely, and we don't want to do my from the vault, uh, you know, lands yeah. thing, you just reprint them one at a time in the set. Mm-hmm. You just go, oh, okay, this guy gets this, this guy gets this, this guy. We're just fucking one at a time just to give him back. Like, give us give us a way to play for us. Anyway, that's the fucking end of the band. Um, Next week, I guess we'll talk more about... Hoblane, uh, Swordfish. Swordfish. Okay. So, and we yeah, actually, I want to test Swordfish. This we week. will run the gauntlet with Swordfish. Give us your thoughts and feedback. Yeah, by all means, uh, as usual, please check us out. Facebook page, we uh, RTFC Podcast. Uh... We have uh, a bunch of links to our other sites. We have we don't have a Twitter yet. But we, will. we have a blog, basically, same shit. We do have uh, a you know, we're available on iTunes now. If you haven't gotten this from iTunes, you can. MTG Cast has Obviously. us on their list. Um, and yeah, shout out to uh, everyone who's been nice and helping us and supporting us so far. Um, uh, as usual, I'm Tony. I'm Phil. I'm Kirk. And for God's sakes, read the fucking cards.